1: Hello everybody and welcome to this special double bonus episode. I have two interviews which uh, have been recorded recently and haven't managed to make it into a show. So, I'm releasing them in this special bonus and first of all we will listen to uh, an interview with Light Software and then in the second half, after the short interlude we will have a word with Adobe about their Elements product. So, uh, thank you for listening, and on with the interviews. First of all, we have Tanya Vert from Light Software, uh, makers of a variety of apps, including Swift Publisher, the new uh, Live Home 3D, and uh, Image Tricks, and several others. So, welcome to the show, Tanya. Thanks for having me. That's no problem. Uh, and, of course, with me as well, I have Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello. Ugh, what a week. Uh, what, what a week. week. Obviously, the main uh, the main reason for today's show is to talk Hang to on. Tyler.
2: <laughs>
1: We've got another guest. Well, is here, yes. We... Yeah, don't mind
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. just fishing over here.
1: Oh, sorry, I got carried away. Look, never mind. That's right, you were here well, in I... spirit yesterday, last week when you weren't actually right. here. <laughs>
2: but I'm here this week and it doesn't matter anyway so
1: <laughs> sorry donny sorry yes donny yankilo is also here but anyway um so tanya uh tell us a little bit about yourself and of course a bit about be light software uh listeners like to know a bit of history um so you know tell oh, us about be light so
0: I'm a PR specialist at Beelight. We create different apps, mostly for Mac, mostly in creative fields, in desktop publishing, graphic design, and interior design. As you mentioned before, Swift Publisher, ArtText for text design. Um, we have Business Card Composer and so on. Well, a few apps there. And Life Home 3D, which existed on on a Mac for Several years, or I, I think more than ten years, and last week we launched it on iOS.
1: No, yeah, I I do remember Live in uh, Live Interior, but it was more of um, more of a sort of uh, three three D modeler, wasn't it uh, originally for um, you know for planning out your um, you know where you're going to put your furnishings and that sort of thing. Uh, so yeah,
0: it is so, but uh, it builds up some new features every year. And with this release, we added AR support, which is provided by iOS 12. Well, it was in iOS 11, but this year's is um, more, uh, well, I think it's it's developed this.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine because, uh, you know, yes, the AR features of uh, iOS 12 have been greatly enhanced. So I would see that that would be... Um, yeah. yeah yeah
0: that's the word i forgot
1: (laughs) no that's okay that would be um you know very uh useful for for such a product so um i i understand you told me in a note that you can now do um like a one you know one-to-one ar walkthrough of your of your model is that correct
0: yeah
2: really interesting so so what what is it so when you go into ar mode what does it do and what what can we expect because i i've been looking for a reason to get into ar and i so far, I maybe I haven't paid enough attention to it. But what can you actually do with a combination of your software and the AR view? Yeah,
0: there are a few options. You can you can see your house full with uh, I don't know one to fifty scale or something like that to to see the full house, or you can go straight to one to one scale and you're like inside the house you just built and you can see through the windows what the camera of your tablet. Or iPhone sees, so it it may be impressive if you're into this topic.
2: So you can build a house, lay out a floor plan, design it, and then actually walk through it using nothing more than your your iOS device or Android device.
0: Yeah, you can place it right where where your future house will be, and you'll see everything like like you've already built it.
1: Actually, awesome. Yeah, awesome, definitely. Um, uh, and I will have to have a try. If I admit that. And um, as uh, I, th- I think it's important to point out to the listeners here that, by the way, uh, the Live Home three D is uh, available to download for free. That's that's true, isn't it, Tanya? But there are um,
0: yes, right.
1: they're like in app purchases to unlock some some extra features.
0: Yes, the free version lets you create one project and auto save it. But if you want to export it and save it and create another project, then you have to buy either standard features or pro features. The pro differ, differs with one additional view. There's elevation view in this app, which is the first iOS app to provide this site elevation view. Oh. Usually, only professional desktop apps have it.
1: Yeah, very much so. That's and.
0: Uh, also the pro version has some enhanced advanced exports export formats and quality and so on
1: yeah but for, i mean for for a lot but the the main point is if you're interested in even you know and just playing with it to see what it's like uh you know you can go to uh belightsoft.com and download it for free
0: yeah either you can go to the app store and find it there
1: yeah excellent um so just to sort of backtrack a bit, uh, can you tell us a bit about the the history of B Be, Be Light? Because um, I, I've been a, a user of um, Be Light software for for many years. Uh, Swift Publisher, um, being as that is my field, Swift Publisher has been very much my um, recommended desktop publishing app for people who come to me and say. You know i i want to do uh you know make a poster make a booklet make a whatever um and i've looked at pages and i i just don't i don't really get how that's supposed to work uh, i've always pointed people uh to swift publisher because i find it to be a, a really cracking uh desktop publisher um yeah
0: that, that's what we wanted it to be it's affordable and simple and you don't have to have some special skills or be a professional designer to use it.
1: No, that is true. And, it, uh, of course, it comes with, um, I, I particularly like some of its uh, features. Uh, I mean, obviously, there is. it comes with a selection of, uh, you know, professionally designed templates to get you started if you're, you know, if you're uh, challenged by a, a blank sheet of paper. Um, that'll, be, that'll be me. Yeah, well, lots of people are.
0: Yeah, actually, many users ask us to make more templates every time, and it's enough for them. They just customize them and use them.
1: Yeah, there's a a very nice selection, I have to say. And you do have a a feature which I I really, really like and is not available even in uh, many much more expensive applications. I'm looking at you, Adobe, Um, and that's the Create Calendar function, which is brilliant absolutely brilliant you just uh you know you just do insert calendar and then you can uh set the dates and customize it to your heart's content it's a brilliant feature oh, i love that one cool. we really i really like that it's uh, also of course very popular with a lot of the um the people who ask me about such things at, at my mac user group because many of them are um you know they like to make calendars and whatnot for their family around christmas or whatever with the uh, family photographs or their holiday photographs or whatnot and and that makes it you know that makes it easy really really easy um and you have some lovely templates for calendars as well um so that's you know and that's uh what version is it now five
0: tanya yes it's five
1: yeah version five so uh <laughs> that's been going a long time um that really has been going a long time it's very very good product um yeah thank you no it, uh and Then there's there's art text, which... um,
0: It is for lettering and text design, and they can work together with the publisher, by the way.
1: Yeah, indeed. Um,
0: Uh, There we have many templates, I think, as well. Oh, yeah. Recently, we've launched the smaller brother of our text, Letters, which provides hundreds of pre-designed text design templates. So users just customize them and, well
1: yeah now I, I, I if people are not familiar with art text it's a it it's a tool that allows you to create a variety of 3d shapes with lettering um to do all sorts of effects you can make that that sort of glass lettering or um you know grungy metal or hundreds of hundreds and hundreds and um art text is now i think on version 3 yeah, that's um, and as, as like many such products, it's brilliant, but it has also, um, in as it's expanded, its capabilities become quite complicated. You know, there's a lot of sliders and a lot of effects and a lot of things that you can do. Um, which, I actually
2: reviewed Art Text two back in 2008 at mymac.com. I'm looking yep. at it right now.
1: Yeah, and I I've used Art Text. I've used Art Art Text. I, I can't say it's something I fall back to all the time, but um, previously, before Art Text came along, a lot of those things, if you wanted to do them, you needed to be a Photoshop, um, you know, master. And um, with Art Text, that you can make them quite simply. Um, you don't have to be, you know, deeply skilled to be able to create clever 3D effects or, um, you know, lettering with, with uh, images in it and all sorts of uh, lovely, lovely effects um but as i say in in expanding its powers it's also become much more complicated and uh i think the launch of letters is is ideal because that's almost in some ways um if you're if you're not interested in all the you know fiddling with all the effects then letters is ideal it's um in a way going back to art text 1 in some respects where it's it's much more about the templates you pick something you like and then you can just modify it a bit so
0: yeah yeah that's right when we released our text three, we received many requests for to to return these templates that were in the previous version and asking. And we thought that they are a bit outdated in our text two, and time moves on, and we don't have to take them to the next version. But then we received so many requests that we thought that we need to create some new templates, and that's how Letters was born.
1: Yeah, and and I, I like that. I I think that's. I think that's very good. I mean, um, you could almost say it's kind of uh, like Photoshop Elements and Photoshop. Art text has, in itself, it has become a very powerful application. which is great, and if you're like me and you've worked your way from you know art tech art text one art text two art text three, then that's a constant progression of um expanded abilities but if you if you come to it fresh it's quite a challenging app to look at so i I could see you know where a lot of um, a lot of people would be much happier with the You know, the simplified version Uh, in the same way as a lot of people don't want to try and master the technicalities of full blown Photoshop. And therefore, you know, they can turn to apps like, uh, well, Photoshop Elements. Or, of course, um, you also have a a really rather good photo tool, don't you? Image tricks.
0: Yes. Uh, Well, it's in version three as well, I think. But uh, to be honest, we're not focusing on on this app at the moment so it's not in active development more.
1: no but it, it again um it's a very you know a fairly simple application but it allows um you know home users to uh do a lot of effects which um again previously if you you know if you wanted to do things like the um curled over corner of the page uh you know you couldn't do those sort of things unless you were an absolute master of photoshop or some other very clever tools and image tricks very much does do if you like tricks um so i've always liked that i've always thought that was a natty little app um and sometimes i've used it you know to get quick effects because why? Why go into Photoshop and spend half an hour doing it? Something that I can, I can open the picture and image tricks and go right. I'll have a curly corner, please. Thank you very much. That will do nicely. So, um, no, uh, you know that it's a very nice, a very nice app. I, I'm really quite taken with the, you know, the whole range.
2: Are there? I know life, the Life Home 3D you can do on iOS. Are there plans to bring like our text, or letters to um the iPad or iPhone?
0: Yeah, we're considering it, but uh, I think that not not uh, earlier than in a year. First, we we have to to move to metal. Okay. And and then we'll develop this app on iOS. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, one step at a time. One. Yeah.
0: Just touching on the the
2: the metal thing, what I know you're working in the PRC, maybe it ventures uh, it into the technical realm. Are you moving into metal for uh, any particular reason, or is it just purely you will get better um, better performance out of it?
0: Yes, for 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 the sake of performance.
1: Well, it, it, um, am, am I? I'm not wrong here, I don't think. Am I, chaps? Didn't um didn't Alex Sepko tell us that um you have to use Metal if you want to go on iOS. iOS doesn't support anything except Metal, I don't think.
0: Well, in the future, I think that they stop accepting
1: apps with... Yeah.
0: Well, I'm not sure that I can talk about such technical
1: no, things. No, that's fine. That's fine. Absolutely. As Mark if you've
2: said. never listened to the show, we're not exactly qualified <laughs> to talk about as well,
1: so... We're not, not really qualified... Hey, no we're agree. not qualified to talk about anything, never mind technical. <laughs> Uh no. I'm pretty sure Alex said that um they had to rewrite all of um, uh, Luminar, I think. Um I I can't remember now. But I know I know one of the guests said that you have to use metal if you're gonna work on iOS. And that was why they were gradually rewriting all of their Mac apps to be um Oh. No, I don't think it was Alex. I think it was uh, Ashley Houston from from Serif when he was talking about Affinity Photo. But anyway, there we go. That's another story altogether. I'm pretty sure that's that's the that's the thing. And I'm also pretty sure, Tanya. I think I agree with you that I'm pretty sure that uh, in time, Apple are going to deprecate everything except metal on the Mac as well. Yeah. So
2: I have another question with the the Live Home app, my um my sister in law does um gardening and she plans gardens for people now I know I see there's like touches of flowers and trees and stuff but it and I'm assuming it's mostly for interior but would would someone be able to use this for specific exterior gardening purposes also or is it more of an interior app
0: well currently yes but we are developing uh, landscape landscape features for the future version we've already okay. started currently we don't have landscapes but we have some outdoor things like plants, and, yes, plants decorations, pools, fences,
1: yep, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's something. Trees. Yeah.
2: Um. there's been a time where, um, obviously there are other competing products out there. What what would you say has been the secret to you know, keeping the the company's longevity? Um, if that makes sense, because obviously. You know, Simon dropped the the A word there, and there's always, uh, you know, up-and-coming startups and things like that. What do you think has been one of the secrets of keeping Like software going?
0: We're trying to innovate all the time. We're not stopping our apps development, like with this Life Home 3D. We're always adding and adding new features and trying to be the first, like with Elevation View. And we're trying to add some pro features to the apps that are not for pros, it's not a cat a difficult CAD program, but it has some features that other guys on our platforms, like on iOS, they don't offer them.
1: Excellent. And I, I'm just looking here. I see. For
0: example, many many competitors don't don't even have roof features at all. They can really? like you only build what's inside, but you can't build even a roof. And we have advanced. Roof features and uh, a big choice of types of roof ro- roofs and dormers and
1: excellent and I, I i see here that um that you you uh mesh with the sketchup three d warehouse for yes. um, for for the interior models which i know the um sketchup um yes
0: I... we have sorry
1: no, I was going to say, I know that the SketchUp warehouse has a huge collection of, um, you know, interior models, uh, many of which are supplied even by the manufacturers. So, you know, particular types of chairs and desks and, and so on.
0: Yes, we have our built-in library of 2000-something objects, but it's not enough. People always want something customized, and they can find almost everything there.
1: Yeah, very very much so. I know... And for free. What's more, it's free. Yeah. That is true. It is free. That is correct. Um, I know um, one of the members of our Mac user group is a professional architect and he uses SketchUp um, a lot for visualizing, um, you know, for clients because uh, of the SketchUp 3D warehouse. So uh, the fact that, you know, your app also supports that is a, you know, a a big bonus, I'm sure. And I see here as well, you've you've got... um, you've got here apply materials which i'm sure is no doubt uh you know uses some of the technology from art text i have no doubt about that looking at that screen for applying textures to tables and so on i see here
0: yes and you can do it uh, with simple drag and drop what's more you can create custom materials right in the app with pro version
1: lovely Oh, I see here, yeah, light fixtures, adjust the brightness and colour of light fixtures. Yes, yeah, it's very, very nice. And as I say, um, I've been a Light user for many years, and I've always found all of your apps to be, you know, simple to use and uh, affordable and, uh, you know, really rather good. To, to answer Mark's question, you know, sort of on your behalf, uh, they make good apps and they sell them at a reasonable price. <laughs> and uh, that keeps their customers coming back. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Well, we've been going quite a while, uh, Tanya, so um, would you like to just uh, promote where people can go and, uh, you know, look at the Lite products? I've mentioned it already, but give us a rundown.
0: Okay, you can find all our products at www.beelitesoft.com, and we have several different sites, but you'll find everything on that Website.
2: What about the social media?s We've uh, got the Twitter, the Facebook. If they want to, if any of our listeners have got any questions or they want to reach out, to be like, what would be the uh, the preferred way?
0: Well, they can write us on Facebook, Twitter. It's also Baylight Software, and they can write us. We have support form. If
1: they have some particular questions. Excellent. At Light Software. There we go. And, yes, there's a huge selection of products, by the way, uh, not just the ones we've mentioned. Uh, there's uh, a Get Backup. There's a Label Maker. There's a Business Card Composer. Um, I, I will mention Printworks, Tanya, um, which is a sort of um, Swift publisher plus all the other bits chucked in, isn't it? Um,
0: yes, it's like Swift Publisher plus Business Cut Composer plus Labels and Addresses and plus Discover. Every all our desktop solutions are there.
1: Yeah, packaged into the PrintWorks app, yeah. which is uh, again uh, excellent. If you want all of them, and if you only want one, again, I like the fact that you can buy, you know, you can buy effectively the bundle, or you can buy the apps individually. Ah, uh, well, thank you for coming on, Tanya. Thank you very much for giving up your time on a Sunday. Thank you.
0: Thank, Thanks a lot for the invite. I, I was happy to talk to you.
1: I have with me Kamal, who is from uh, Adobe Elements, and uh, we're going to have a special interview with Kamal all about the latest version of uh, the Adobe Elements products, which are of course uh, Elements, Photoshop, and Elements Premiere. So, welcome to the show, Kamal. Thank you, and I'm I'm doing, I'm really glad to be here, Simon. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um. As I said before the show, obviously uh, previously we had uh, Bob Gager. Uh, last time there was a, a, an elements update, so uh, you know you're following in some <laughs> some fairly uh, prestigious shoes, as it were. But uh, I'm sure you'll be fine. So um, before we go any further, Kamal, uh, a bit of history, I guess. Would you like to tell the listeners, you know, how you uh, came to be working at Adobe and what you do now, and. Uh, what exactly
3: is you do, you know, with respect to the Elements products? Um, sure. Um, so I have been with Adobe a little over 12 years now. And uh, I started my journey um, as a product manager uh, into the Elements world uh, for a little over four years now. Uh, this is my fourth release as an Elements product manager. Um my journey into the software and the IT industry is, you know, I have I have done a lot of different things. Um, I started as a software engineer in a startup. Um, and then I uh, when I moved in the Adobe, I continued my journey as a software engineer. But, um, you know, it's luckily I've always uh, Adobe has always given me an opportunity to work on any uh, new project, new uh, 1.0 product, which Adobe is always interested in working on. And and while while working on all of these 1.0 products as a software engineer, I somewhere figured out that, you know, my real essence and my soul is actually lying where I can think of really how can I help my the customers uh, whom I'm going to deliver the products. Uh, everybody looked at me, all of my team members and my seniors were looking at me as a go-to person to... Um, a, a liaising person between the product management or a customer and the engineering, and that's where I found my sole uh, work interest uh, eventually, and uh, I became a product manager uh, into the elements four year back. Four year back, um, I started as a, a premier elements product manager, and that's my primary roles and responsibility um, you know how to nail the video editing uh, which is anyways the difficult um, nut to crack uh, especially for uh, the everyday video capture workflows but uh, you know that's how I I, I, have, I have my my career progression happened in Adobe and I'm really thankful to Adobe for giving me the opportunity to work on the areas which interest me and uh, and yeah I mean elements is like my my dream job in a way. Um, and I landed in working, uh, through the elements and, you know, how I can help the consumers in, in, in editing and cherishing their memories, uh, which they click in their day-to-day moments. Um, so that's how I have, uh, my career journey so far in Adobe and I look forward to, uh, you know, how I can take elements to
1: the next level. Ah, excellent. That's, that's, uh, that's very good. So, um, would you like... Um, I'm sure most of our listeners know, uh, exactly where, you know, uh, Photoshop elements and, uh, the Premiere elements, uh, come from, but, uh, for any of you don't, or for any new listeners who didn't hear the last, uh, you know, elements, uh, interview, would you, you know, would you like to explain to us some of the, the history of the elements line?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, interesting elements has been there, uh, for well, like in it, it it came into the market in around the year of 99 2000 uh, maybe that's when i finished my engineering <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's been long it's been long and this is our 17th release which is what we call elements 2019 um, and when we started uh, i was not with adobe of course at the at the time uh, but what i have Heard from my um, of, from of course Bob Gager and my peers and senior leaders that elements, especially the Photoshop elements, when you know when it came into the existence, um, the idea was that you know how um, how we can have a light version. So when it came first time, it was called the Photoshop LE, and LE is the light edition. And the idea was that the team actually here uh, pulled off Photoshop Engine and uh, the full version of Photoshop and actually stripped down a lot of features from that and simplified the whole experience and uh, presented it uh, to the users in terms of Photoshop LE. But uh, over the years, actually, uh, we transitioned and we figured that, you know, there is is this uh, memory keeper segment, which is is what we want to go after, uh, who needs the power, but they don't want the complexity. And uh, that's where we actually make this Photoshop editing much more simpler, approachable um, uh, for these casual editors uh, compared to the professional or semi-professional editors who may look for the power and complexity, but not uh, these day-to-day, you know, everyday photo editors who wants to quickly edit their uh, family event photographs. Um, uh, doesn't have a lot of time, um, but still wants to get, you know, differentiate themselves, wants to jump into the creative editing. Um, that's where we actually, uh, you know, in last four or five years, we we actually meandered in a way uh, the Photoshop elements and the Premiere elements in the world of photo and video editing for consumers. Uh, and during this process actually we leverage lot of lot of automation and content intelligence in the process of photo editing and video editing to simplify the workflows for the users so that uh, you know how they can quickly try uh, quickly edit uh, not only edit even organize and share with their friends and family uh, because they are eventually working with their personal photos and they want the power of photoshop in a lot of the workflows they are getting that power but um, it's it's in a very simpler uh, user interface, uh, leveraging a lot of AI and simplification of the product. Yeah,
1: right. Uh, yes, because um, I'm not stunningly familiar personally. I will admit with the later versions of Elements. Um, I you know I work in print, so I have worked with uh, you know full blown Photoshop since version one. Um, I, I do remember the the LE editions. Um, and uh, as uh, when Bob was on, we were laughing—not—not um, not in a bad way, but we were were laughing about the the original tagline. I think was something like eighty five percent of the power for fifteen percent of the price. I believe that was something along the original marketing. And um, whilst it it was it, it it didn't differ from the professional Photoshop interface uh, in the first few versions. It so although um, it was a simpler. Product in that, you know, some of the more professional features had been removed because they were unnecessary. Um, The interface was not any simpler to to learn, Um, and I do know that after it was renamed as Elements, um, that, you know, a lot of work has been put into... um, It now has a completely different interface to Photoshop itself, obviously, Um, and, you know, a lot of work is put into trying to make it... uh, more understandable for the layman, as it were. So, uh, yes, that's uh, very much, I understand the the point of uh, of that. Um, I noticed you were talking there, you mentioned um, AI, because um, how do you talk about, I mean, everybody's, uh, you know, talking about how they're using AI to improve uh, workflows, particularly in in photo editing at the moment. How do you, um, where do you feel the Adobe Elements product sit in the marketplace between um obviously the very because you know photoshop elements is not the most lightweight um simplest tool and obviously it's a long way well i say a long way down it's a long way away from the full-blown um you know photoshop cc in complexity if not necessarily power so where, where do you feel that um element sits particularly in relationship to some of the competitors like say um uh Pixelmator Pro or uh Luminar or, or products like that
3: yeah so um it's very interesting so photoshop elements and the premier elements specifically the photoshop elements right uh, as the history says that we started that as as you rightly pointed out uh, uh and that's exactly what i have also learned that uh, you know you get uh, 80% Photoshop at 20% price tag, but you know over the period of time uh, we realized that uh, you know with the advance of um, the photo clicking rate and how people have started clicking more and more pictures, there is a need to have a simpler uh, photo editor, and um, that's where we took that you know approach of how we can help these uh, beginner, um, uh, the the everyday photographer to 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 edit their, their their memories and photos uh, in a very simple way. Uh, if we talk about the competition for Photoshop elements, I think what what we understand, what I, I feel is that, you know, there are, uh, there are mostly, um, um, there is this uh, lower end photo editors, which are like, you know, very quick fix, one touch uh, photo editing, which you can quickly do and then share with your friends and family over your social networks. Or there is this, you know, high end uh, other um, photo editors, which I believe is more, you know, uh, more competing with Photoshop. Uh, they they really want to, you know, go with Photoshop as a competition. Uh, whereas in Photoshop Elements, what we try to do is that, you know, where um, it's not just one click. You know, we have in Photoshop Elements a quick guided and expert edit Experiences. Uh, quick is for someone who just wants to quickly, you know, it's like for a beginner, um, uh, everyday photographer who wants to just get start with photo editing, wants to quickly, you know, edit some photos and you know, create something out of it. Because um, their need is to maybe just edit and then create a collage or a slideshow out of the those those day to day photos. That's where the quick uh, edit uh, features are helpful to them. But you know, if if they graduate from quick, now they actually wants to explore the creative editing. It's just they just don't want to stop at you know quickly fixing those photos. Uh, they also want to kind of you know uh, uh, expand and you know try out some of those creative photos. For example, there are there are in the guided edit space, we have uh, I believe we have around fifty fifty three odd. Uh, guided edits now today with 2019 and and the idea of guided edit is that you know how can we step by step guide the user to create those beautiful uh creative photos uh, which otherwise is very difficult for them to create so it, so so if i talk from the competition perspective um, you know if it, photoshop elements is starting with very very easy to quick fix kind of photo edits but then uh, expands towards uh, a creative photo editing, but in a simpler way, in a guided form. And if somebody really wants to expand beyond guided, of course they have the expert room. And and if somebody wants to really go beyond expert, they have Photoshop, uh, which is coming from Adobe again. So they have a pretty good graduation and transition, which I see. Um, and um and I think the guided workspace is pretty helpful. If I if I personally talk about, I, I love I love I love the guided edit uh, workflows we have built uh, over the years. Um, it not only focuses on s- helping those uh, beginner users who wants to learn about how do I resize my photos, but it also helps those users who wants to actually spend their time creating some beautiful creative photos. For example, like in 2019, we have added a, a, a new guided edit which is called multi photo text. And uh, I clearly remember when I started exploring after building that, um, I just started exploring that guided. But when I eventually spent time uh, on creating that final output, uh, and then I shared with that my daughter. Actually, I I just quick. I just wrote my daughter's name and put her different pictures in each of the letters. And then I shared with her, She's a teenager. And when I shared with her, she, she was like amazed that, you know, how did you do this mom? So it's, (laughs) it's, and then, and then it's a viral thing, you know, for these teenagers, when, when she saw that she shared with her friends, she made it a DP in her Facebook and WhatsApp and, you know, all those social platforms, uh, and her friend started asking her that, how did you do this? And and so this this has started becoming, a, you know, an a interesting aspect for other friends of hers that, you know, oh, can we try this? So it's not only for me to, you know, explore and, you know, create something out of it, but eventually, you know, maybe this, the new age eventually figure out that, you know, how can we start jumping into it? So that's why I love the guided experiences, what we have built so far. And then, of course, the creations and collages which are there, uh, which helps you to tell the stories in a very beautiful way. Uh, um, that's how I uh, I, I see uh, elements as, you know, uh, there is this lower end competitors, there is this higher end competitors competing with Photoshop, but we are like somewhere in middle, uh, which is like not really low end and not really high end, a graduation in between uh, helping you easily achieve what you want to do without learning those uh, belts and whistles of complexities.
1: Okay. so. Um... Realistically, you would kind of position it as uh, a product for somebody who who wants to do more than the, the absolute basics, you know, straight and light and crop um, yeah. and would and would like to um, basically learn how to progress um, without having to necessarily, you know, go and uh, get one of those uh, you know teach yourself photoshop books which you can use to stand on to get cups off the high shelf because they're about four inches thick (laughs) yeah yeah so uh, no that sounds you know that sounds very good i particularly like the 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 idea of guided because i um obviously we had uh jeff carlson on the show recently and um With respect to photography, he was talking, we were talking about how the um, proliferation of, you know, good cameras on smartphones has led very much to a proliferation of people um, not only taking up photography, but because... You Know digital photography is in effect free and limitless. You know, unlike the days of, uh, of film cameras where you every shot you had to consider whether you wanted to take it or not, um, has led to people taking an awful lot more photographs and being able to express their creativity more. So, you would say, really, that Elements is very much for that kind of market segment people who have maybe not become what you'd call serious photographers yet but have gone you know progressed beyond just the basic you know family snaps
3: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely this is this is for someone who who wants to actually you know uh perfect their everyday photos especially work with their everyday memories the family memories and 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 do something with it um you know, whether it's, it's, it's about use the guided edits. Otherwise, you know, as you rightly pointed out that, um, you know, in the Photoshop world, it is so difficult to do that. And people who wants to achieve using Photoshop, they eventually reach out to the different tutorials and, you know, learn through the tutorials to, to achieve those kind of outputs. Um, but here you can get this within the product and, and you can continue to spend as much time you want to express your creativity uh, when you're building this or you want to create uh, a, a beautiful collage uh, or a beautiful video collage or a beautiful video a slideshow you have you have everything in there and 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 as you rightly pointed that you know the prolification proliferation of uh, the, the 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 cameras now 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 it's very difficult you know i sometimes think that um with the help of ai and, and and the automation i think what we are able to help uh, the users today uh, is is very unique uh, even if i take an example of let's say open close eyes like uh, which is very unique to elements where you know we leverage ai where it figures out faces in the picture which is like your family memory there is a group shot You have taken a group shot of a family and, you know, everybody is smiling, but there is someone whose eyes is closed at that moment (laughs) of time, but everybody is, as their eyes open and, and now this, this, this tool, which we have introduced in Photoshop elements, it will automatically figures out that there are faces, there are these eyes and, you know, here are the sliders to, 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 to actually, you know, bring the, the eyes from the same person Or actually, sometimes you can replace with a different person also. But but that's something which is unique and which is very much needed today uh, if we talk of those everyday consumers uh, who are clicking those family memories. And they're like, these are like genuine problems they have to deal with. Right,
1: excellent. Yeah, that sounds that sounds very clever. Actually, I I like that. That's that's very much something I think that a lot of people would come across. Yeah, why why is Uncle Pete always close his eyes when I snap the shutter? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, obviously, um, the the other part where we've been talking mostly about photographs, but uh, as you said at the start, you know, your um particular field is is more tied to the um premiere side of the application, and obviously, I. I fully understand that in in the same way as, uh, you know, Photoshop Elements, the the Premiere Elements is a similar kind of product for uh, video. And uh, again, I guess, you know, as um, smartphones have become able to take, uh, you know, quite good quality uh, videos, that means there are more people who, you know, want to work with videos rather than just have a a stream of little um, clips. So um would you like to tell us a bit about um about the Premiere product?
3: Yeah, um so Premiere is again as we did with Photoshop Elements, uh Premiere Elements is again the engine of Premiere Pro, the Premiere Pro CC which we picked up and, and then we simplified we built a very simple user experience on top of that Premiere Pro engine to help uh this everyday videographers also to to edit their videos. And again, in video editor, uh, we actually leverage a lot of AI and ML uh, because video editing is, you know, I I agree that, you know, with the mobile phones and the the cameras in the mobile phones are becoming very powerful. uh, Clicking very good videos nowadays. I mean, they can click 4K videos as of today. Um, You have both. You know the photo capture and video capture cameras in your pocket, and and this, the the video capture is spiked like anything in the last couple of years. Um, and with that, uh, you know, we have also seen in Elements that people in their catalog have started uh, you know importing more and more uh, videos as well, because because as as we started with uh, uh, with our discussion that uh, the Elements is targeting that very unique segment which we call memory keepers, and and for them, it's memories, right? They, they they don't differentiate between photos or videos. If it's if it's a, it's a small kid who is smiling and at the same time taking his first step, uh, should I capture a photo? Should I capture a video? There is a puzzle going on in the mind. And maybe that, you know, the mom is taking a video of that because she eventually wants to cherish that moment. Uh, so what we did with the, the premier is that, uh, you know, we also leveraged this AI technology there as well. Um, that, you know, how can we help these these users who are clicking a lot of videos as well, but, you know, still, still have their, uh, you know, uh, overwhelmness about bringing those videos into the video editor and edit them. Um, there, is, there are these two tools which I really, you know, like, uh, and I'm really happy about it, that uh, uh, our users would definitely enjoy using them, one we call which is a trimming tool, uh, which is a very bare minimum which you need for any video editing uh, program is that you want to trim out those you know bad moments or bad uh, 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 bits out of the video and this tool actually leverage uh, content intelligence uh, and it analyzes the video content, figures out what are the good bits, what are the bad bits, and based on the style of your video, if it's you know the people heavy or a face heavy it It keeps all of those bits where there are people in the video, or if it is let's say action video you know somebody's taking it through GoPro and you know going through a skiing or a skydiving and taking a video, it figures out through the content analysis that this is a video which was high action, so it keeps the bits which are high action so this tool is very pretty fantastic in a way that you know it 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 gets you started uh, quickly with without you know uh, you being spending that time on on going through frame by frame, figuring out which frame I should keep and which frame I should leave. Uh, It gives you those uh, out of four minutes video, it let's say gives you a 30 second uh, video, which is like good bits, which you want to keep. And uh, that's similarly, there is another tool which we have, which we call Candid Moments. And the idea behind that tool is that, you know, now the example which I gave that, you know, mother is really puzzled. Should I, get the, should I click a video or a photo of my, my, my kid taking the first step with a smile? Um, this Candid Movement tool is, again, content intelligence-based. It analyzes the, the video of that kid walking with a smile and actually extracts automatically the best shots in that video um, so, using using Premiere Elements, you have you know a, a, a smart a trimmed video using the the, the trimming tool, uh, and a photos from that video, uh, which is like you know uh, best looking photos, which you can eventually share with your friends and family, or use that in your slideshow creation, or just keep it in your in your organizer catalog and cherish when time comes. So that's that's where we try to you know bridge the gap and help the, the users who are now capturing a lot of videos but they still have that you know um apprehension that overwhelmness about getting into the video editing
1: oh well yeah that's excellent because um recently at the uh, at my local uh, mac user group we had um we had a talk a, a guy who, in fact he, he works in uh, broadcast you know um for a job and he, he came to give everybody a few pointers on uh it was before the summer holidays and he gave a few pointers on while you're taking you know if you're going to take video with your smartphone uh on your holidays here's, here's a few pointers you know and uh the, the pointers were things like you know start the video rolling before you actually want to take the shot and let it uh roll for a second or two afterwards because that will you know otherwise it, and that helps reduce wobble and uh you know, you can trim out the bit where where you lower the camera and get a shot of your feet. You can trim that out afterwards, but what you can't do is, uh, you know, sort out a wobbly shot because you sort of were trying to click the shutter, you know, the very second you wanted to take the action and uh, and things like that. So it sounds very much that, uh, you know, the tools you're talking about there are very helpful in that ground. So what you're saying is that your um, your, you know, intelligent trimming tool would go through and say, okay, so... You know, this is a shot of a tree where he pans in. We don't want that. But then here's all the people and then at the end, you know, then, then there's some grass and some shoes. So we don't want that. We'll throw that bit away for you. So <laughs> Yeah. Very very much so. Um and yeah. uh, you know, I'm I'm assuming that uh I'm assuming you have some, you know, simple like anti shake tools and optical stabilisation, which um is the sort of thing which AI is very good at. Um
3: yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, the premier elements has the shake reduction tool and, uh, uh, and it is, uh, it is, it helps to reduce the shake in your video, uh, which is like, which is like, you know, with, the camera phones and the mobile phones you definitely get those kind of shakes and sometimes uh we have seen that premiere elements uh being used by a lot of our action cam users specifically the gopro because it it has become like you know in, uh, the everyday users have started using gopro as well so they they feel that you know they they need these kind of tools and and of course we have uh we have shake reduction for videos in the premiere elements
1: excellent excellent so um is there anything else particularly new in in uh, the twenty nineteen release in both the photos and or videos, Kamal? Oh, yeah. I mean, we
3: have a lot actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with twenty nineteen, uh, you know, Simon, as we started with, the history of Elements is pretty, um, pretty, pretty long, right? And over the period of you know year over year, we started building a lot of new tools, you know, very AI-enabled, ML-enabled tools and started squeezing in. So with 2019, of course, we built new guided edits and all of that. But the idea is that how can we help users to get started easily? How can we help these the users, existing users, who, who wants to find something which, which is already there? You know, we started hearing uh, uh, quite a few feedback from uh, different channels, uh, from user feedback that, you know, oh, can I, how can I replace the background? Uh, can I bring uh, uh, my dog from uh, the home backyard to a sea beach? Um, how can I do this? How can I build a greeting card? How can I create, a, a, how can I trim a video? You know, simply as simple as like that. So, so with, with, with 2019, what we have brought in is an all new home screen. Earlier, there used to be a welcome screen. Uh, but with the new home screen, what we are bringing in is that, you know, it is a getting started point. Um, it's it's where every time every time when you launch Photoshop Elements or Premiere Elements, it is it is what you are going to you know see and welcomes you with. Uh, the idea is that how can we give you a personalized experience when you start with the application? So home screen is the home for anything which you would like to get started with, onboarded with uh, very basic stuff in the photo or video editing. Or it could be you know inspirational that right? how do I create a double exposure or how do I uh, merge two photos how do I do a photo merge compose kind of workflows so it's it's one one of the ways and of course there is this you know hygiene of uh, uh, launch photo editor organizer or video editor that's there and the, another feature which we have you know introduced in twenty nineteen is the auto creations again it is Adobe Sensei powered AI enabled. Um, new feature. Uh, the idea here is that um, how can we bring uh, the, the 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 automatic photos and video collages in front of you using your own photos and videos in the catalog, and that's where these auto creations is helping our users, where they you know automatically start seeing the photo collages, video collages, uh, candid moments uh, on the home screen. Uh, automatically created using their photos and videos. Uh, not only that, you know, it's not just creating automatic creations or collages and slideshows for you, but you know, you can open them, you can personalize them, you can customize them beyond what you want and how you want it to look like. Eventually, before you you preserve it, you save it, or or you share with uh, uh, your friends and family. So that's 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 something which is really uh, unique to Elements. Uh, Apart from, you know, home screen and the auto creations, we also redesigned the photo collage in Photoshop Elements. Uh, We have introduced uh, a simply um, simple uh, layouts, not only the layouts, but the whole workflow of creating photo collage is now much more simpler and quick to do. Uh, which used to be a little longer earlier. And it also helps you do you know, customize eventually. Once you have photo collage, you can swap the photos, you can resize the photos, you can replace the photos and everything like that. And the hallmark of uh, uh, Elements is the guided edits. And this year in Photoshop Elements, um, we have introduced four new guided edits, um, which are like, you know, step-by-step guide to help you create, uh, you know, beautiful photo... Uh, Creations or creative photos. The first one which we talked about, which I talked about, is the multi-photo text, which is which enables you to create a a, 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 a beautiful wall art eventually by putting an individual picture in a in a in a single uh, letters of a word, and and then and then you can you can either put it as a wall art or you can print it as a collage or something like that. The other one is the fun memes. Uh, you know, memes are pretty rage nowadays on the social platforms. So we thought of that, you know, how can we help uh, our everyday users also do, to quickly build the memes? Uh, so that's the other one, which is about, you can add filters, borders, and, you know, add a text to it and then and, and create a meme out of it. The third one is uh, about turning a photo into a sketch. Uh, you know, um, people do sketch and then, you know, colorize it. Here, what we are saying is if you have a beautiful scenery uh, you can create uh, a sketch of a scenery Uh, you can half do half and half or you can partially create a sketch of that scenery so that's the third one and the last one is about the text and border overlays uh, which is about you know you can how you can embellish your photos with borders and text uh, which make them stand out Uh, and eventually you can print it or post it uh, online to any social media yeah and uh, as
1: it happens, come on, I have in fact uh, just clicked onto the uh, uh, the Adobe page, which is uh, Photoshop Elements Features, and I see here, yes, you, I can see here, the step-by-step guided edits, and there are little videos explaining them all. So I can see here we've got uh, guided edits for results, make fun memes, multi-photo text, turn part of your picture into a sketch, add polish with texts, replace yeah. backgrounds yep yep oh yeah and there's a whole load here yes excellent yeah and then it's one. a whole list <laughs> <laughs> it is yes it is it's a long list <laughs> a very long list excellent excellent well um thank you very much um so basically uh you know i see here you as per usual you have um a deal on if you buy the pair together um there's a discount on the on the you know on the pricing if you buy both um and, of course, I'm sure all of the listeners know that, you know, in order to uh, find out more, just go to adobe Got.com and uh, look for Elements or, of course, search for Adobe Elements. Um, there is a lot of information on this page, I have to say. <laughs> there is a long <laughs> list of features. Um, so there we go. Um, excellent. Well, thank you for your time. Um, thank you for coming to talk to us, Kamal. That's been, you know, very enlightening and uh Would you like to just, uh, you know, uh, anything else you want to tell us before we sort of sign off?
3: No, I think I'm pretty excited about elements. And uh, uh, thank you so much for having me here, Simon. Uh, Just keep uh, elementing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Very good. Very good. Yes. Well, no, thank you very much for your time and for all of your colleagues who helped set this up. And uh, good luck, I guess. Good luck with uh, coming up with ever more fantastic things to do with elements. Um, Sure. Fantastic. All right. Well, this is where we uh, basically say goodbye. So goodbye, listeners. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bart shots and his wonderful Let's Talk Apple, and possibly some more that I've forgotten. So, why not go over to mymac.com, take a look at the available podcast, and take a listen. Ozone oh, so never late, Frederick Beggins. Or he early? He arrives precisely when he means to. And usually listening to the Tech Fan Podcast with Tim Robertson and David Cohen, part of the Stoplight Network. This has been the Essential Apple Podcast. Goodbye and thank you for listening.